This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Oh, yes. We are going to talk about Everything is Awesome. You've seen his books, well, I think everywhere. His name is Neil Pesriches, a New York Times best-selling author. We're talking like a million copy best-selling author of the Book of Awesome series, also the Happiness Equation. Uh, And I asked him just now when he came in and sat down, I said, are you a super positive person? And you said, Neil, you're not. I said, uh, I said, I'm I'm not an optimist. Everyone thinks I'm super positive and happy all the time. But if I was, I wouldn't have bothered to write a book teaching myself how to cheer up. (laughs) Well, his latest book is called you are awesome. How to navigate change, wrestle with failure, and live an intentional life. So, how did you come to the idea of I want to write a book about positivity? Well, originally it was exactly the opposite. My wife told me she didn't want to be married to me anymore at the exact same time that my best friend took his own life. And Ooh. so, I channeled that negativity into writing a daily blog every single day for a thousand straight days called 1000 Awesome things. The point was to try to cheer myself up. And it's funny because the posts were actually quite sarcastic and acerbic at the beginning. I wrote about fat baseball players, how they give you hope, you know, that you one day can play baseball. And I wrote about wearing warm underwear from out of the dryer and getting called up to the dinner buffet first at a wedding because at an Indian wedding, there's never enough paneer. I hear you on that one. (laughs) I just threw it out there. So my point is like I just was trying to cheer myself up for a time. The blog spiked. It took off. It got popular. That turned into my first book about gratitude called The Book of Awesome that you just mentioned. So that's how I originally got into this stuff. I was trying to figure it out for myself. And did you think at some point, because that just took off, right? I mean, there is an airport that I have been in in the last year or so that I haven't seen that book. Were you surprised and going, okay, I guess people need this. I mean, at the time that the blog took off, yeah, we were, it was bad news everywhere. I mean, I guess it kind of always is, you know, people were looking for something positive like me. And I get a lot of comments from people saying, I was going through a divorce or I was going through a depression. I was going through something and it gave me some simple pleasures to cheer themselves up. Was I surprised? Yeah. Because you can never predict that something will take off. Off no. the way it took off. Uh, but I was so surprised that I didn't change my lifestyle at all. I, I stayed at Walmart where I was working for another eight years after that through five more books and 200 speeches because I was just like, this is just a flash in the pan. The whole time I thought that. So you that. were still glass half empty about your success and I, you didn't quit your day job. You know, for years I thought, I, I was like everybody. I was like, okay, glass half empty, yes, exactly. And also Indian parents, this is like, you're supposed to be a doctor. I already failed at that. At least have benefits. You know what I mean? At least have something going for you so you're just like flighting oh, around. I feel like you're flashing to my childhood here. Oh, yes. I mean, exactly. Yeah. We both failed, right? You're, you're host of a show. I'm writing a book. What, what are we doing? You know, we should be doing surgery right now. I'm not a doctor right or a lawyer. You're right. That's- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you're married to an engineer or something. <laughs> Just joking. No, uh, I failed there too. So. <laughs> so my point is like, you know, people think the glass half full or half empty. Did you know that there's an amazing study out of Stanford from Sonia Lubomirsky that shows 50% of your happiness is genetic, 10% is circumstantial, and 40% is based on your intentional activities. Meaning, Simi, the glass isn't half full or half empty. It is refillable. Oh, clever the way you did that. <laughs> so when you were writing this blog then and going on day after day after day, 
Is there a point where you recognized you were starting to feel good about it? Like you were coming out of your funk. You, it was uplifting you. And do you remember like, what were those, what was it about those posts that did that made that difference for you? Well, here's the thing. I, I, I wrote down every single awesome thing I could think of when I started this thing. And I, I had like 12 total. Remember the blog's called 1000awesomethings.com. So I thought I'm going to run out. I'm going to run out. I'm going to run out. The thing about positivity and journaling and gratitude practice, the way all these things work is when you put a practice in your life, it becomes the gigantic sun that puts a weight in your own mental solar system, meaning that people start texting me suggestions. I start thinking about them more often. I right. keep a little note in my pocket. I am literally priming my brain for positivity. Our brains naturally want to look at negative. That's why we rubberneck on the highway. So we, if it bleeds, it leads. We, we want to do that. Yeah. But if we practice creating a practice ourselves of training our brains to look at the positive, we start to see things that way. So that slowly started happening for me. In your latest book, as I said, is called You Are Awesome. You talk about the secrets to this, being awesome, secret number one, a lot of it having to do with your mom's story. And I found that for me, it really uh, meant hope. Is that finding something to hope for is a huge factor. It exactly is. Because you know what? We all have we all suffer from something. We all have the same ailment. Did you know it? It's called the end of history illusion. It's based on research from Harvard, Daniel Gilbert and team. And they found they interviewed 19,000 people. They asked everyone two questions. Hey, how were the last 10 years of your life? And hey, what do you think the next 10 years will look like? Everybody could paint a tempestuous portrait, but the past 10 years, oh, I dated Ricky, then Bob, then Dream, then whatever. I, I got fired. I quit. I got promoted. We moved three times. And what about the next 10 years? Everybody said, I'll be the same as I am now. The problem is we, our brains, think the history ends today, which means when you get fired from your job, when you get broken up with, when you are at the bottom somehow, you think it's over. You think I'll never find another job. Nobody will ever date me. It's over. But then don't we recognize when good things start to happen that, oh, we were wrong. Like, why can't we put that two and two together? This is interesting because Daniel Gilbert, the researcher who did this, he's the author of Stumbling on Happiness. He said he went through a divorce and he lost a friend. And he thought, oh, next year my life's going to stink. And when it didn't stink a year later, he thought, huh, I wonder if everybody makes that same mistake. And it turns out everybody does. Did you know when I was at Walmart, I had a job as an HR person where I actually had to help people get fired. It was a horrible job. I lost a lot of sleep over it. And when I, you know what people would say when they get fired? I'll never find another job again. This is the worst thing that ever happened to me. What am I going to do now? Guess what, Simi? I would sometimes bump into those people five or 10 years later and guess what they'd always say to me? I know. I know this. What? Getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to me. You're right. They'd always say that. It was the best thing that ever happened no, to me. No, I know because that happened to me. And, and see what I'm yeah. saying? We always mistake. Why did I write this book, You Are Awesome, all about resilience? Because we all make that same mistake. We make that mistake. And you know what? They'd say, oh, I started that ukulele importing company I thought about. I went to Peru to visit my family. I got to spend time with my daughter after her miscarriage. It turned into a great thing later. Our brains yeah. suck at predicting that. But do you ever get irritating to be around? Because, you know, I'm just thinking about your you friends and your family. <laughs> if they're having, sometimes people, you just want to have a down day. You're like, listen, just let me wallow in this for a couple of minutes. And are you the person who's there going, no, we're going to go do this and we're going to do this and it's going to be great. You've asked me this a few times, which I, mean, I think it means there's something going on here. I, I, I don't think I'm like that 
but you'd have to ask my wife, Leslie. Yes, I got remarried. Yes, I've written this book now for my unborn children or for my children. Aww. Yeah, because I want them to have resilience. We all have thin skin. We all we, too many gold stars, too many participation ribbons. Now everyone's too coddled. That's so cute. Yes. No. So now we got to build resilience. It's a big muscle. I ask you just because we have a producer here, Dwayne Bishop, who is our technical <laughs> producer. The guy who played the music. Yeah, the guy who played right for you. Uh-huh. Everything uh-huh. is awesome. He is the most relentlessly positive person that any of us have ever mm. met in our entire lives. And he's been here now for like a year and a half or so. And we're always wondering, like, what's it going to take for him to bad have a bad day? He's never had I, a bad day. I just day. turned around and he's got like he's a full face smile. Yeah. He's never had a bad day. So I wonder, mm-hmm. are there just some people who are more inclined to be happier than others? Well, remember I said 50% of it's genetic, 10% circumstantial. My question is, what's Dwayne filling his 40% with? Is this guy exercising? Good thoughts. Is this guy exercising? Is he reading books? I see is him he eating journaling? junk food every day. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just genetic. We're doing a deep analysis I'm doing right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sure. If you have two kids, you might think one of them's happier than the other. That's fine. People like me, that's not the case. I have to work at it. Why do I write these books? Because I'm trying to figure the answers out for myself. I wrote a book on resilience. You know why? Because I have thin skin. I get two likes on a photo on Instagram. I think I got no friends. I think that. I'm <laughs> a successful you- 40-year-old man, and I am down on myself. I think I'm a loser. Well, why do you put yourself through? That's the other question. I thought, why put yourself through that, right? If you're like, if you're, to make you feel down to get two people not liking your picture or liking your picture. I can't we- control it. All I can do is teach myself. When I lean on research like the end of history revolution, when I write books like my mom's story, add a dot, dot, dot. That's the first chapter of You Are Awesome. I yeah. then – coagulate, cogitate, and congeal these thoughts together so that they form a stronger mentality for myself. I write the books for myself. The Book of Awesome is not written because I feel awesome. It's written because I didn't and I wanted to. Well, guess what? People can come feel more awesome, right? By listening to you? Yes. I know. See how I set that up there? Uh, Neil's going to be signing copies of his new book called You Are Awesome. It's tonight at the Indigo on Robson. Doors open at 6.30. Signing begins at 7. Tickets are available for this. So if you want to go, check it out. It's at the Indigo on Robson. Neil, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Neil's book is called You Are Awesome, How to Navigate Change, Wrestle with Failure, and Live an Intentional Life. Oh, more to come tonight. Don't forget at the Indigo on Robson.